Welcome everybody to the newest episode of Saved by the Credits podcast. Uh, my name is Matt, as you know, and today I have another special guest, and it is Matt as well, Mr. Matthew Marunich. Matthew Sanford Marunich, welcome back. Glad to be here. <laughs> uh, uh, you lasted. I wasn't sure if I was ready. <laughs> If you were doing your whole intro, or yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, so we last had him on doing uh, the first Kevin Smith movie, Clerks. So figured uh, continue with the Kevin Smith Chronicles. I don't know what to call it, uh, Ball Rats. And when we finished that episode eons ago, said that this is probably our favorite of the Kevin Smith movies. This is the first one I saw. Oh yeah, me. T- I think me too. Like I think I, I saw this, and then I'm like, wait, there's another one. And then I was like, wait a second, and then. I think I saw parts of Jay and Silent Bob strike back, and then I was like, wait, I, I need to, I got to figure this out. And then I think we all ended up watching all of them. But yeah, um, but yeah before that, um, what was I going to say? I threw you off, sorry. No, it's <laughs> fine. It happens to me all the time on here. So yeah, before we get deep dive into Mall Rats from 1995, we're going to play the trailer right here. I've never met a person who lives in as much fear of his mother as you do. You know what I should tell my mother what we do in here at night? What, that you play video games and I fall asleep unfulfilled? Oh, she calls you callow in here. You say that like it's bad. Well, it means frightened and weak-willed. That was the only part of the letter I thought was complimentary. This is Brody's private hell. Where the hell did that come from? What's going on here? And these... Brody man, Michi Nochis! ...are his friends. Ow! Oh, sorry. It's all right. What's a stink palm? Take your hand, you stick it like this. Uh, there, now you shake hands with the guy. You know how long it takes for that smell to come off? If you stare at these things long enough, you're supposed to see some kind of hidden three-dimensional picture. Oh, yeah, look, it's a sailboat. You saw it too, damn it! We, uh, we slept together one time, remember, in high school, that, that ski trip? That was you? Dude, this looks like your mom. Bye-bye, Easter Bunny. You know about this game show thing they got going on here? Well, we need you guys to somehow ensure that it doesn't happen. Fly, badass, fly! Good evening, and welcome to Truth or Date. Second suitor, would you ever make Whoopi in public? Uh, no, I, I think that's kind of personal. I don't think I should answer that. You said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. What else did you expect from the director of Clerks? Hey! And we're back. Okay, so Kevin Smith, Small Rats from 1995. It is the kind of sequel to Clerks. Obviously, well, not obviously, not everybody knows Clerks. It's been out for so long. But Mallrats was the successor. Uh, Kevin Smith's Clerks made a bunch of money, was sold. And then, uh, was this Universal? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Universal gave him a bunch of money to make more rats. It goes down to the movie theater. It bombs tragically. Um, and then he kind of goes back to the drawing board. But Jay and Son Bob return. We're watching the menu right now. Um, we watch, I mean, I probably watched this movie over 20 times. I'm sure you're probably that or, or more, right? Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, this is actually the prequel. Yes, it is the prequel to Clerks. It's because they're going to the funeral in Clerks. That they mentioned at the beginning of this movie. Yes. So, we actually meet Jane and Bob for the first time in front of that uh, pet store. Excuse me. Anyways. So, Mallrats, a big budget feature for Kevin Smith. Um, since we've both seen it a combined 40 times, probably. I have the new uh, Arrow release Blu-ray, which has like you know all the like bonus features. This actually came out I think last year, got on Amazon, and it actually has the TV version of the movie. So I uh, was no cursing, no nudity, no cruelty, and no we just story no storyline. <laughs> and we decided, you know what? Since we watched it so much, let's watch something we've never saw before, and boy, were we pleasantly surprised. Um, what the fuck did we just watch? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Probably about the worst TV. It was the worst. You could ever put out. The worst TV edit in history. Oh, man. So, yeah, exactly. No nudity. So many things were dubbed over. Um, most of the actors dubbed their stuff, or they got somebody that sounded alike. Besides one actor, <laughs> Jason Mewes. <laughs> For whatever reason, he was actually the sound guy. I think I was watching. They picked the guy out of like the sound booth and said, "Here, you got to do the line." Oh my god, it was so bad. It would be Jay like snoochy boochies, and then what we wanted, like it was just so bad that I thought it made it really funny. But I wouldn't tell anybody watching this movie for the first time. Um, <laughs> did you just see that on the menu? The yeah. book that he picks up. Oh, this, oh uh, if it comes up again, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it. Too. Yeah, I got the Mallrats like menu looping for some reason. I guess it's like good background, but um, yeah, the dubbing over was really bad. Um, obviously, we watched it so many times, we know what's going to be said. Just like we saw the fly, fly, fat ass fly when uh, Kevin Smith's wearing the Batman uh, cow and flying through the air. And what did he say in the dubbed over? I can't even remember. It, it was, was hard. You, you couldn't even understand so what he was saying because it was. Just, Horribly dubbed. So bad. Well, I know I usually go through the plot, but they're like the plot of this movie is pretty much two guys trying to get their girlfriends back, and they decide to go to the mall, and a bunch of random shit happens there, like a lot of random shit. Yeah. But what I wanted to talk about was some notes that I took here. So I did have Jay's not Jay lip syncing, which is really bad. Um. But I noticed in the beginning, we're in Brody's room, who's played by Jason Lee, uh, which has, I think this is his first acting gig, because I'm like, you know, and I know he was a professional skateboarder. Yeah. And this is one of his first roles, which is funny, because I think he's the best actor in the whole movie. Like, he just kind of like... He actually kind of is. He's the most natural. He's like the... And he's not even... Wasn't even like an actor. But in his room, I don't know if you noticed, yeah, we have all the cool Marvel posters and stuff, but... In the corner was like a bunch of giant vinyl record collection. I actually didn't even see that. 
And what I thought was really weird is this movie's from 1995. Final records went from being popular to not popular to popular again, all within the time frame of this movie. So you collect them when they weren't popular. Right. It's possible. I'm like, my parents got rid of the records. You said, like, the same thing happened. No, I'm sorry. I thought it kind of died in the early 90s. Yeah. I know, like, my mom had the, um, the Rolling Stones Sticky Fingers album with the zipper. She got rid of that, and that's worth like a hundred bucks now. If it, if the zipper works, which is kind of funny, this time. Yeah. If the zipper works, um, but right, like now, like I have a bunch of vinyls. You have a bunch of vinyls. No record player, but you have vinyls. <laughs> I get started with that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. My dad now bought a few vinyls. He he got a record player, but he got it used and it didn't work. So he's working on like, getting another. And he must be even more mad because he's rebuying the ones that he had. And realizing what they cost now? Yeah. Because, as you know, with vinyl records, sometimes they reissue them. Sometimes they don't. There's all different versions. I just got, um, I'll have to show you what what I just get. A Ghostbusters one is really cool. Ghostbusters Afterlife. But anyways, as I, you know, sidetrack there. Speaking of ADD, right? Um, So... Here's something I don't think we ever talked about, and it's never really brought up in the movie. So, uh, is it Renee? Is that? Yeah. All right. So, Renee breaks up with Brody in the beginning because he's not paying attention to her. He's hiding her from um, his mother and doesn't want to introduce. So, as she's, like, escaping out of the window and saying, Sayonara, uh, she throws him a note, and here it's a breakup letter. When we meet T.S. very shortly after, he's showing him the letter, and it's framed. Why does he frame the letter? I don't know. <laughs> I've been wondering this for years, but I always forget about it by the end of the movie. But this time, he I wrote it down. It pretty quick. Yeah. It was within minutes he framed the breakup letter, and, uh, and he, like, handed it. He handed it right over to him, like, can you believe this? And I'm like, I have no idea why. And you know what? This Q&A that we're going to in September, if I can even have the chance to ask a question, I'll say, I know we just watched Clerks 3. Amazing. Why was the letter in Rats framed in the beginning of the movie? And I'm sure it's going to be a two and a half hour long answer. Yeah. But I've always wondered that. I don't, I don't know. What's it up down here? Um, something that was funny for me was when Renee's starting to date or hanging out with uh, the fashionable male manager who is played by Ben Affleck in one of his first uh, first couple roles. I think he did um, Dazed and Confused. Yes. And I have actually something very interesting about that in a second. But um, Renee was wearing this green jacket. And later on, Brody was like, isn't that my jacket? It was the uh, Degrassi jacket. From that show, Degrassi High, which Kevin Smith loves. And I didn't notice it before until today, for whatever reason. I was, like, really trying to look at, like, everything. But I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> Lenny. They originally wanted Ethan Hawke to star in the movie, which is very interesting. And Seth Green. Yes. He was supposed to take over for Jay. Yes, and because the studio didn't like Jason Mewes, which we kind of figure out why a little later on he wasn't very reliable. I'm sure all the drugs didn't help. Oh, definitely not. It's just, it's weird. He has such a, like, between Mallrats and Chasing Amy, Jay, like, looks so different, I feel. 
Like he he looks like more like he has like baby fat on him, and then like I don't know, he just definitely looks different. I don't know if that's like you said the the drugs or or what, but they said like even though he was Jay and Clerks, which really wouldn't make sense. Like it wouldn't really make sense, but they were. I I bet you they would have dressed them up just like him. Oh Seth yeah, Green. absolutely. Yeah, they kind of have that continuancy. Uh, what else on here? Ben Affleck wanted to be like the star. He was like, supposed to be. He wanted to be TS. I think. Yeah, and you know what? It could. It, it probably would have worked. Honestly, um, Jeremy London. I'm like, he hasn't done a lot after Mallrats that I remember. A little bit here and there, but he's just kind of like, eh. Like I don't know. Like he's supposed to be the the straight lace, you know, guy, and then like Jason Lee's like more of the the, the gooky comedy relief, you know. And but that's what was funny about it. He um. He was doing, Jason was just doing like commercials and stuff. And then he became friends with Kevin Smith. And he actually quit doing skateboarding after he did this movie. <laughs> so he was like, ah, I'm done with skateboarding. Yeah. Worked um, out for him. Uh, yeah. Then he was in My Name is Earl and Alvin and the Chipmunks, <laughs> which is, uh, it's hard to defend. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, I know we've talked about this before off podcast, but we know like how Sharon Doherty couldn't stand like anything happening and, like any type of reunions they've done or like of, of mall rats or anything like that. She's never involved. She's like one of the only actors that hasn't come back and done like anything. Did she? Jane signed about strike back. I was going to say, I know she did strike back, but since then, like it hasn't been, I don't know. Did she show up in reboot? I remember there was like a disconnect for a while. It was like, it was like him and Ben Affleck, obviously, for a long time, and they didn't get along. And then there was something about Sharon Doherty, but I think she kind of... I think she's back, because I'd, I'd heard that he, uh, he sent Mallrats 2 script to her, and she's in for it. I really think they should do Mallrats 2. Um, and we'll talk about more of that in a little bit. Here's what's really funny. There's a thing that says, does Walt Flanagan really have a dog? <laughs> Um, apparently he purchased a tiny puppy during filming and named it Brody and let it run around the mall. And then that's where Jay's comment comes from was this Fester and Walt Flanagan's dog. And then they decided to just keep it in the movie. <laughs> so there was, <laughs> there was a dog. Oh, let's see. They said there was a, said the Jaws scene where the characters compare scars was originally in the mall script. And uh, it, it got taken out, and they end up putting in Chasing Amy instead, which I did not know that either. Like, yeah, like aren't they on the swings? And like, oh uh, yeah, they okay. they start comparing scars. Ben Affleck and um, and Joey. Chasing Amy's probably the one I've seen the least. Yeah, it's the one I actually want to watch again. I really do too, and I'm wondering if it like holds up because I remember like when it came out, it was very risque because it was like '97, I think, and that's like. Like, we even saw here where they kind of made a joke about, you know, being um, homophobic, which for, like, 95, it's, like, very taboo and stuff that they even mentioned that in the movie. And I thought that was kind of cool because um, you don't see that a lot. So um, you, you could get away with those jokes. Nobody was really right saying those things. Yeah, and and, and it's, it, he was doing it in, like, a respectable manner, too. Uh, this is something that's really, really funny. So, even Sloppy, who, you know plays um willem in the movie he's always looking at this hidden picture where it's supposed to be a sailboat and the whole movie it's him trying to figure out the sailboat and everybody sees it besides him well apparently he spent the entire movie trying to see it just like one like 
but when they weren't like filming and there was never one in there. <laughs> He's like staring at it. So the but same they give him one w- without it or they just yeah, just picture just without it. He actually couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they didn't tell him because like even when they do the close up shot of it, I was like looking to see if I could see it and I'm like But it's not in there. Let's see. Side note, have you seen him lately? He's in amazing shape. Lost a ton of weight. He looks great. Um I forget where I saw him in something. He like popped up in something. I'm like, is that well, I always say Frankie from Boy Meets World. Yeah. That's my go-to. The best episode of all time when um, Frankie's Dad Vader. <laughs> I didn't actually watch that show. I know. But your, but your wife did religiously, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. I actually know him from American History X. That's okay. Yeah, he's, he's He did a lot of stuff. Even yeah. Sluffy. He's, he's a really good actor, too. I would say he's probably the second best, best actor in the movie. He doesn't really have a lot. Um but yeah, there was some like some fun facts in there. Let me go back to my list here of some other things I noticed. Um, live talking, which um, I don't think at the time I realized it because I knew the movies, but I didn't really li- realize who Kevin Smith was at the time. Like, oh yeah, he's Silent Bob. But now knowing him more and more throughout the years, I'm like, there's no way some of these, I'm going to say early 20-somethings, would talk like this. <laughs> some of them are just so... Oh my God! There's so many words, and I can see him trying to get it out, and it's just like challenging, you know. He I, he can ramble with the best of them. It just goes and goes and goes, and I, it shows in the dialogue. Yeah, especially when um, Renee was talking to her girlfriend, and they were talking about um, Brody, and it was just going back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, I could see in my head like the script. I'm just like, they're probably like, oh, my God, I have to remember, me- like, memorize all this. And that's why I think it's a little hard for some of the characters because they have so much to say. And then Brody's usually are more he's acting out stuff. He's it's a lot of body language. And uh, speaking of him, why I never understood the Dixie Cup. I, is it because he doesn't want to pay for a drink and he gets like free samples? That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, he's being cheap. Yeah. I'm like, that's the one thing I remember because I had that shirt. I had a jacket similar to that, and I wore it. Never had the Dixie Cup, though. You should have. I should have. <laughs> well, you can go in the stores get courtesy cups. I c- maybe it's a courtesy cup. He got yeah. it. He gets at the mall, but he walks in with it. So he like brought the courtesy cup, took it home, and c- keeps it in his car. And goes, you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> Sounds like something I would do. Three samples. Yeah, like what I guess like like when you go to like ice cream place, like, oh, can I try a sample first? And you just try like four or five and then you're good because you don't need the because what are they gonna tell you no? Something you realized in the movie that I didn't realize is like right there. <laughs> and there's flannel everywhere. T S wears a flannel, but you said like in several I didn't catch on to like the guy working on the stage looks exactly like them, like yeah. It's almost the same flannel and everything. I don't know if that was on purpose or is it because it's the '90s? Like we, we don't know. I have so many questions now. Like as far as that guy didn't have a flannel right there. I don't think that many people wore flannel. I know. Like I, I don't know. I was never a flannel guy. I do remember a lot. The kids on Home Improvement wore flannels. I do remember that. I don't know why. I just remember that. Maybe there's something to that. I don't know. It's like flannels and like Tim's. And jeans, and then it's like that's it. it was the grunge era? We were just talking about um, 
how Vin Diesel's been wearing the same thing for 20 years. White beaters, jeans, and Tims. And how yes. <laughs> and he's making millions of dollars doing that and saying, I'm Groot. Like, that's all he has to do. He's in Fast and Furious. Is that he him? W- yeah. That's, he's, he's Groot. I have no idea. Really? <laughs> Breaking news. He gets paid millions of dollars to saying three words in different emotional tones. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I've, I've honestly, when they first announced Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, Bradley Cooper voices the raccoon. Okay. I didn't even know. That. I didn't know it was him. It's and he does a good job because it doesn't sound like him. But yeah, freaking Vin Diesel. I am Groot. And it's just like it makes me angry. I could have did that. I, I know um I forget who made a joke about it, but they they were pretty much saying that like Vin Diesel had to spend like two months practicing his lines or something. <laughs> oh my god. So let's see, I cover a lot of my points here, but um what I wanted to say was one of the coolest things on here was the one of the best cameos of all time, and this is way before Marvel. So we're going from Groot to Marvel. Hold on. So one one of the best parts of this movie is obviously the the big cameo by Stanley. This is way before Marvel when he was in like all of those. Um, so Kevin Smith uh, said that he he wanted to have a Stanley like character in the movie. So like you know like a comic like a famous comic book you know creator, and he was gonna have this guy named Stan Miller like a fake Stanley. So. Um, when they were trying to figure out who it was going to be, they actually were trying to get like John Wal Wal. Uh, yeah, they were trying to get John Waters from like you know like Hairspray, Pink Flamingo, or yeah. they were even trying to get Quentin Tarantino. And this was like r- I think it was right around Reservoir Dogs time, so they only did that one movie. It's probably before Pulp Fiction. So um, when they were trying to do that, like somebody else that worked on the set was like, "No, I, like I know Stanley, I can just ask him." And then Stanley like was like, yeah, I'll, "You know, I'll check it out." And the the only problem we have with it is like I've no, I, you know I'd love to do it but like I'm not like a womanizer like I've I met the love of my life and we've been together for like 25 years like I don't want that portrayed that I'm like this fake version so that's why when he did that whole thing comparing him and Mick Jagger's sex life they did the cut to him and TS after saying like oh do you think he bought it because he didn't want to be seen as like this sleazeball um you know Hugh Hefner type but what was cool is like he said like when he says like Oh, the one that got away, he was actually talking about his wife. And I'm like, oh, that's like, he's such a little sweetheart, you know? Yeah. Kevin Smith said uh, his exact words were like, oh, that's so fucking cute. <laughs> that was the actual quote there. Um, This were before people really knew Stanley. Lee. I like a pop culture kind of figure? Right, because like uh, my first time, like I was in the comics as a kid, I bet as much as you were. Just like even just collecting them, getting them the 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 um the Marvel trading cards, I had the holographic ones. I had a bunch. I had like Cable and Bishop and like uh, Mister Sinister and all of them. I was more uh, X Men. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So was I. Like I was. I love Spider Man, but like for some reason the X Men trading cards and the X Men comics, and that brings me to my next point. The first time I saw Stan Lee and knew who he was is I had the X Men VHS you got from Pizza Hut. Where it has like two episodes on it, and in the beginning, they have like a little roundtable discussion about like X Men, and it's Stan Lee and a couple other comic book creators. And then when I put it on, I'm like, oh, this is the dude that 
like his name's on the X-Men cartoon. And then I figured out he was the guy that did the comics and Spider-Man. And I kept seeing his name and then I'm like, oh, this, and then like he's like animated in, in at the back of the comic. I'm like, oh, this is who this dude is. And then he starts showing up in the Spider-Man movies and then the rest is history. But that's the first time I saw him on that. Oh, how much is that VHS? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Because there was three of them. Like, yes, I can put X-Men on Disney+. Plus. You know that's on Disney+, Plus, right? The X-Men animated TV series from ninety the 90s? No, I didn't know. Yeah. And, oh, this is even more I'm fun. I'm behind on everything. I, it, this, well, then you're going to be ecstatic when you hear this. Disney Plus announced... Announced last year that they are making a sequel animated series to the 90s X-Men. So it's going to be a continuation of the X-Men 90s cartoon show. But it's going to be new. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to... They're calling it X-Men 97. So that's when I think it ended. Because I... That... Give me that intro. Give me that... You know? Like, that is... Oh, Especially with everything going live action, it's it's cool to see them bring the cartoon. Right, back. and it's just like if done well and done right, and like obviously I don't know if they're going to be able to get voice actors back. It's been a while, but I'm like they did it for um, Rugrats mostly, you know. So could happen. I never even thought about that. Can you get the same people back? Yeah, somebody close enough. And there's just people that sound close enough. Like I know one of the voice actors that did. One of the Rugrat kids, like, passed away, and they got somebody that's like I couldn't even tell. Well, if well, they can replace Tim Allen, I think. Uh, well, they, yeah, that's <laughs> a whole other mean? thing. That's an iconic voice, and yeah. if you can get away with doing that one, yeah, if they trust me, they'll they'll figure out a way. If, unless something happens to James Earl Jones, that's going to be tough for like Darth Vader. Yeah, that's going to be really tough, but. Um, overall, I mean, I'll have to watch the regular cut of Mallrats because I feel like I'm owed it because there was so much yeah, it was shit. Horrible. You, you, how could you follow along? Yeah, there was. It was hard to tell the story. The, the, we were just talking right before we recorded how the um, the joke about the as uncomfortable as the back of a Volkswagen completely cut out, um, but replaced with nothing. Nothing. There was no. So you don't even know what they're talking about. No. It's just nonsense. And and is. Like nowadays, like we were just talking about this. Nowadays, like when you watch a TV, uh, when you watch a movie on TV, for the most part, it's pretty good and you can understand it. And there is nudity. Sometimes they blur it. And if there is cursing, they just sometimes they just bleep it out. Or, you know, sometimes the words like shit and fuck are able to be used at certain times on different channels. And it doesn't take away the context of this. That's why for the longest time I never watched a movie on TV. I couldn't do it because it was so bad. Yolo. They, they edited out damn it. They did. And fart. Oh yeah. And in the fart. beginning. But they showed naked half naked Ben Affleck. Yeah, it, none of it makes sense. It doesn't. I really want to know more about this TV edit. But um this will be interesting to the 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 sheriff and I'll have to play the clip, but on one of the episodes I did for Halloween where we did the, the wheel and we talked about like four different movies, the Snakes on a Plane. And I found out during that there is a TV edit of Snakes on a Plane. So instead of the line that, you know, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane, it literally says, and I have a commit to memory now, I'm tired of these 
monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. I'm like, what? What's <laughs> it does it? And here's the best part: they got Samuel Jackson to do it. <laughs> they got him to actually say it. <laughs> that's that's better than this, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> like that's the best part because we probably should have watched the regular one. Ah, I was more distracted by like because I knew certain lines were coming up, and it's yeah. like, ah, what are they gonna say for this one? But it was fun though because we were able to like. What the, I never watched this version. I never watched it again. But I, I never watched. I watched the extended one, and I forget which scenes were extended. I think there was more game there show was something stuff in the beginning. Yeah, they, like something where they went to like this. Um, I read that too, and I forgot about that. They went to some government ball thing, and then like yeah, like and I agree, like that all should have been cut out. It was very weird. It didn't really it didn't fit. make sense. No, because you're talking about a movie called Mall Rats, and you spend the first twenty minutes not mall. Like they get to the mall pretty fast. And I think that's something that doesn't happen anymore. Like, we've seen it. Malls around us suck. Like, the mall by me, uh, Plymouth Meaning, like, it's, I'm like, it's okay. Um, went to the Chamonix recently. Like, nothing's open there anymore. There's a chapel in the Chamonix Mall. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's one of those, like, it's, it's, there's, like, a little store there. And, like, you can go get married. I'm like. Who says like, oh, so so where was your where was your wedding at? You know, oh, it was at the the this, it was at that. Like, oh, the Chamonix Mall. <laughs> like, oh my God, Franklin, oh. Mil- Franklin Mills is is uh, same as ever. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. The Mills, I mean, yeah, like malls aren't the same what they used to be, and it sucks because I mean, I we used to, we used to have a good time at the mall, walking around. I think KOP is like the only mall left that's like always it's crowded a lot, but every mall is just like there's it's like there's like the in the Chamonix, there's like two places left in the food court. It's dead. It's horrible, and I'm surprised it's still around. Honestly, nah, eventually they'll all be the way of the dinosaurs. Yeah, Amazon, and it, you can't compete with. No, you can't. Like I literally bought something. Uh, I think on Monday, and it was here like Tuesday morning, and it was like something I didn't even need right away, but it was there. And I had to pay like I pay for Prime, like a lot of people do, and. Yeah, I had to pay for gas and drive to the mall for them to maybe have it. It's guaranteed, and that's what sucks. But wow, this got got pretty deep here. <laughs> I prefer shopping in person, but then when you see how convenient it is, that yeah, on your couch you can pretty much buy whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, speaking of shopping, here's something interesting. So, um, six months ago. <laughs> I was buying stuff online because I was buying a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have been. But I actually got something that was really, really cheap on clears. It was like it's like seven dollars. And I bought it to give it to you for your birthday. It's upstairs. And it is nineties related. So I'll be right back. So I have something behind my back here that is straight out of the nineties. I literally saw it for it was like it was like seven or eight bucks because it was like Christmas clearance. So I was like, I oh, Oh, I'm out of breath. I went up the stairs. <laughs> Showing our age. Steps. They're yeah. rough. So, Christmas clearance. Under 10 bucks. I saw I thought of Matt right away. Um, when you were younger, who was your favorite like wrestler in the WWF? Kane. Kane, right? So, it's Kane related. <laughs> it's something you've never seen before. So, now for Christmas, you have your very own Kane Christmas sweater. Officially oh, licensed. <laughs> 
by WWE. And and I don't I don't remember much else about it because it was literally six months ago. But uh, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I'll have to take a picture of it. It's old cane. Yeah. It's not the. It's it's the old cane. I, I was like, it is bright, it is vibrant, it is keen. I was like, he'll probably wear it. Oh, and I'm not telling Laura <laughs> when I put it on. I'm just going to shit. She does um, matching pajamas. Right. I'm oh just going to come down in this. And she's like, where the heck? Where's the heck I'll, to get I'll that? I'll play the, uh, the, the music. The music. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, literally, I've had that since, like, March. Seriously. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my God. Hold on. And it changes colors. <laughs> so there was a button. I See, I forgot about this. There is a button on the sweater. Where you click, you click it and it lights up. There you go. That fits good too. There you go. <laughs> Dude, you don't even it's need. Incredible. It's, you don't even need. I don't even need to decorate for Christmas. <laughs> I'm just gonna put this out. Oh my god. So, well, happy birthday a couple days later. But yeah. Thank you. No it's problem. Nice and warm too. It looks cozy. It's fire on there. So. <laughs> I'll have to put the K music in in the background. While I'm talking about this. Yeah, because I saw like. I was getting like some some clearance shirts. They were doing like five hour clearance clearance shirts, and I saw like cr- like Christmas ones, and they had like they had, like Roman Reigns and like Brock Lesnar, and then I saw Kane. I'm like, yo, they got two X. I'm like, I'm, I'm buying this shit right now. And I was like, it's gonna be great in August. <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, <laughs> Hell Hellfire Brimstone and and, and Santa Claus. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. So there you go. It's a, a Kane debut in 97. Walmart was 95. It kind of fits. So anyways, Christmas gifts aside, uh, Mallrats, if you never watch Mallrats, please don't watch the TV version. Please don't. Watch the regular unedited version. It's probably streaming somewhere or you can pick it up on Amazon or whatever. That the, I feel like I always see the DVD everywhere. That The same DVDs at every flea market, every yard sale. Um, I even have it on VHS too. Yeah, I think I got a v- uh, VHS copy too. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, or like, did, I think that's the only way this one, th- this movie made money. Yes, yes. They lost three million dollars. They lost a lot of money, and then it became like a cult classic. And I mean, it's my favorite of all of the Kevin Smith movies. My favorite, Jane's Hunt Bob. Yeah, I think they included him in the dialogue a lot better than yeah. Than a silly dialogue. This is he was actually. Uh, uh, Part of the storyline. It's part of the story, and chasing Amy, they're more of just like one scene, really. But yeah, they finally do them justice, and they're not throwaway characters. That's really what they are until until their own movie. And I say re- reboot does a really good job too, which I got to rewatch that. But anyways, um, I guess that means that the next movie, Kevin Smith movie, we'll cover will be chasing Amy because then it'll be Dogma, and then Strike I definitely Back. want to do. I'm the more and more I watch it, the more and more Dogmas. Going up the list, yeah, of my it's favorites. G- it's good, it's good. Like it's just overall, just like not just the performances of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, but you got Lance Morissette, Chris Rock. It's funny as hell when he falls out of the sky. 
You've got the the um, the poop monster, as Matthew puts it. <laughs> you know, not this. Yeah. <laughs> or no, the, no, wait, the chip monster. The chip monster. <laughs> Sorry, the chip monster, not the poop monster. Yes, not the not the shit monster either. It's the the, ch- the chip monster. That's right. Yes, my son found my <laughs> dogma vinyl toy of the shit monster, and he loves it. Yeah, so. Chip monster, I love it. Oh god. All right, so yeah, we'll finish up this here, and then we'll um, yeah. Um, next episode, don't know what it's going to be yet. Um, I know Halloween is coming. I'm going to be gearing up doing a lot of stuff. Don't know what. So, um, yeah, check me out on all the socials. Uh, I know I did this last time, but I was like, do you have, you have anything going on? <laughs> nope. <laughs> last time you're like, no, I have kids. And then <laughs> yeah, I remember it's <laughs> laughing pretty hard. Um, Honestly, this is all I got. Like when you invite me for these things, this is what I got going on. Yeah. Otherwise it's, uh, the hamster wheel, you know? Yeah. Everyday life. Uh, you never know. Maybe maybe I'll bring Sophia on. We'll talk about the zombie movies. You never know. That'd be pretty funny. She'd be, she'd be, yeah, I said I was going to guess. I didn't say who. That would be, actually would be kind of funny. Because I, I, she's definitely a talker. Oh, yeah, like, you get her going. She'll... Oh, yeah. Plus, I can get a whole kid's demographic, you know? We, <laughs> that sounds weird as shit. All right. Um, I'll be like, you can have actual Alex's lemonade and, you, you know, but. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, until next time, check me out on all the socials. Um, my actual social is at Mattitude Mayhem. Um, check me out on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, now TikTok because people keep sending me TikTok, so I sign you up for a TikTok. TikTok. Now? I just I haven't done one. I just have it on there just to have all of it. So at Saved by the Cred on all that, and uh, there's a lot of good horror coming out in the movie theaters, on streaming. Uh, the Orphan prequels coming out soon in a couple days and you got um jordan peele's newer movie nope which i haven't watched it yet i still haven't seen candy man it's good the new one i like it a lot of people don't like it but i do so um yeah until next time check everything out and uh and we'll see, see ya, ya at, at the, the movies, movies.